station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick, joined, as always, by my co-host, Movie Samurai, Melissa Kersher. Hello. And Movie Samurai <laughs> in Training, Ooh. Jenny Young. Hello. That's and, the best introduction I think I've gotten. That's, well, that's a good one. Well, no, no, it's we've, very We've done yeah. like 50 plus episodes. At some point, I was to say, I had to say something sort of nice to you, <laughs> I guess. Um, so we are here tonight to watch uh, Yojimbo. Yay! So, Yojimbo! Yojimbo! So, Jenna, please yes. tell our listeners... Well, I don't know, I'm just guessing. Uh, please tell our listeners uh, what you know about Yojimbo. It is a Kurosawa film. Yay! Yay! I even kind of have an idea of what that means. So, um, it is, it's about... Uh, samurais and like gangs or or like mafia or some kind of like Japanese crime lord or something. Wow, awesome! Mm. Yes, you, you know something about this film. It's like every once in a while I pay attention to you guys while you talk. Mm. <laughs> Not often, <laughs> just you know once in a while. <laughs> okay, so yes. Uh, yeah, Kurosawa film, that is accurate. We've done Kurosawa before. We've done Seven Samurai and mm. Rashomon. We somehow have not yet done any of his uh, any of his non-samurai films, yeah. and that won't happen tonight. <laughs> That's right, because <laughs> we're going to do samurai. In uh, fact, we're going full Mufune, because we get Toshiro Mufune once again. Toshiro Mufune once again. Yay. Playing samurai, being the badass that he is. And uh, this is, a, yeah, Toshiro Mufuni really gets to be a badass in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. He's so much fun. This um, is a fun movie. Yeah. This is this is not a serious, this is not not the serious, you know, contemplative films that uh, that, that Rashomon and, and, and the Seven Samurai were. This is, this is um, very much uh, Kurosawa adapting the American Western. Yeah. It, into a samurai film. It is, it is very much so that. Uh, it was in 1961. It was a few years after Seven Samurai and after uh, Hidden Fortress. Um, it, it was done when he he wrote it with um, one of his frequent collaborators, Ryuzo Kikushima, who also worked on Tora 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 and Throne of Blood and you know several other Kurosawa projects. Tora so. Tora Tora was originally a Kurosawa project. So there, put that one in your hat. Um, and it's a uh, yeah, it's just a fun little samurai movie, and uh, it did spawn a sequel called Senjuro a couple years later, and uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's about uh, what we should go into. It's really yeah, it. as far as we should probably go with our description of this movie. Uh, this is I, mm, you know, there's the best and favorite, probably my favorite Kurosawa film. I've probably watched it more than any other Kurosawa film, just mm -hmm. because yeah. it's. Too much wacky fun. <laughs> Yay! I like wacky fun. So um, I, I have a lot of favorite Kurosawa films. This is definitely one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've yeah, you got to rank somehow. You're like a Kurosawa again. fangirl, though. You're like, oh, well, it's true. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's so much to love. There is. <laughs> there is a lot to love about Kurosawa, and we're gonna do some more Kurosawa loving. And the, I mean that that came out wrong, but anyway, the point is. <laughs> I was about to say I don't know if I signed up for that. We're he's, gonna. He's we're, dead, Tim. We're gonna go <laughs> check know. out some more Kurosawa, 
and then we will return to discuss Yojimbo in considerable detail. So we'll catch you later. And we are back. So much dust. Dust, yeah. dust, dust. <laughs> Everywhere there's dust. So, uh, yeah, um, there was dust and there was lots of dead people. <laughs> so of, many dead people. So many dead. So men. many dead people. And one dead woman. <laughs> Aww. Wait, no, did you just no. say women aren't people? <laughs> oh, did, did I say well, men? No, no, I said people said and people. then I said men and then I said, no, uh, whatever. Didn't say the point is, there are lots of dead men and one dead lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, well, she was kind of an awful person. She so. was pretty Oh my awful. God, she was awful, but holy crap. <laughs> I mean, she was the only one with any backbone in that movie. That's true. Right. She should have been just running the whole thing. Really. <laughs> she really should have. And then, you know, Mufuni wouldn't have been able to get a foothold at all. There you it's go. true. <laughs> it's true. So, all right, uh, Jenna, you have seen Yojimbo. You need to tell us what you thought about Yojimbo. Uh, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, I loved how, like, there were a lot of things that were said earlier that kind of came back to at the end, like the, the old man wanting a quiet town and the the farmer's son that ran away to be a gambler and, and all of those things. And all just tied up nicely at the end. It was like, oh, I remember that. And you, and you were there, and you were there. Like, <laughs> it was fantastic. And you, Scarecrow, I'm going to stab you to death. <laughs> um, but I also, I loved the pacing in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you've got just enough of the, the silent samurai, but then, like, all of the crazy wackiness happening around, and you could really tell each character type by the pacing of the character, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh my god, the stupid giggly brother. Oh, oh, I can't remember his name, but he, what, like, was he the Uno one or was he? Uh, the, the, the guy with the eyebrows <laughs> oh and, the bu- and the buck teeth, and the buck yeah, teeth. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, that's a gentleman named uh, Daisuke Kato. That's okay. his real name. Uh, we've, we have seen him before because he was in both Seven Samurai and mm-hmm. Rashomon and about 200 other movies, yeah, which is. Uh, pretty surprising since he died fairly young. I mean, he, he died at like age 65, which, you know, isn't all that sure. young. But still, he got 200 movies in there. Yeah, well done, sir. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, he, yeah he, he was all over the place. But, man, I think he was my favorite just because he was so ridiculously I I, I love that character. I, he's, he's, wait. he's very strong. How <laughs> <laughs> I many today, Cooper? Two on your side. Four, four on their side. And then he's like sitting there going, which one's more? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Counting on like, his fingers. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. We, did, we did better. We killed more than they <laughs> right? did. Oh, that was so delightful. He was so delightfully stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are so many character archetypes I really love watching. Like, oh, yeah. like Hammer Dude. I love Hammer Dude. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, Japanese Lurch. Giant. Japanese, Japanese Lurch. Lurch. Giant. Uh, well, he actually was giant. It wasn't just because he was surrounded by Japanese people, which is a horrible thing for me to say. But no, he was God. six foot eight. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Wow. I'm really, you're, really you're batting a thousand. Sexist, racist. racist. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just get some kind of orientation. I, I'm sure there's some there, sort of or? trifecta I can go yeah. for, but, but no, uh, his name was uh, Tsunagoro Rashomon. He was a wrestler in Japan. Uh, he, was in, he was only in a couple movies, 
but you know, yeah. he's but more you of notice a, him. You certainly oh, yeah. notice him. He's like if he's noticed. in a movie with Godzilla, Godzilla is suddenly not the tallest thing in the movie. <laughs> 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 you know, I I think what what I love is what Curse. I mean, he makes it a western. There's this dust blowing through the town all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah. this is not yeah, Japan. And people were meeting at high noon. I know. Yeah. Meeting at high noon. Meeting at high noon. <laughs> I was so but, happy. But I mean, oh, the yeah. dust is like. I mean, the dust the, was the dust, shipped in. The dust was shipped in because <laughs> this this is not J- Japanese weather. This is not this is not how Japan works. Well, wind um, happens in Japan. But sure, the dust yeah. not necessarily. There's not a dust bowl in Japan. It just it just there's Japan is, does not have a lot of deserts going on. Um, <laughs> well, there there are a few. Well, there's some sand, but not. There is some yeah. on beaches. Yeah, um, and they consolidated all the beaches and yeah. blew it around in this movie. <laughs> Appar- apparently, there were actors breaking out in the hives because of all the oh my dust. goodness. There was oh so much my dust. <laughs> so yeah, this movie is kind of based on a book by Dashiell Hammett. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, kind of based on two. I mean, mostly based mostly based on Red Harvest. Yeah. And then, there was the the torture scene came from the glass key. Yeah, but I, I've read Red Harvest, and it is most of this story. Yeah. Is is in Red Harvest. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, uh, and then there's a little bit of a little bit of the glass key. And then, uh, and Dashiell Hammett he wrote uh, the Maltese Falcon. So I mean, he's known for writing oh, noir. Sure. Mm-hmm. So what Kurosawa does is he takes the noir, <laughs> adapts it, turns it into a western. Only it's a Japanese version of an American western, which mm-hmm. is just great. And Toshiro Mifune is so awesome in this movie. Oh, I oh love yeah, him. he's so immoral. <laughs> just like does, except he's not. Well, he's, not. he's not. But I mean, he 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 has his little little moment with the family but mostly he's just playing the two gangs off but he's but he's doing it because yeah. he knows the town will be better off yeah. if they're all dead mm-hmm. you he know says he, it. he even though even though you, know, you you can you can argue that he's immoral amoral except he really isn't mm-hmm. he, he's like going well this town is screwed the only <laughs> the only real solution is for me to get these two gangs to kill each other off mm-hmm. yep and and I can do it because they're idiots. <laughs> no, and, I, I get I get some sense that he's doing it partially for his own amusement. Well, I'm oh, sure he oh, is. Definitely, when yeah. he's sitting up in the the bell tower thing and just watching the two oh, of them yeah, shake like, their swords at each other. I'm like, sure this he is. is awesome. <laughs> I'm sure he is doing it for his own amusement. But at the same time, if these were two groups that were not so clearly mm-hmm. I think immoral, that, bad groups he probably wouldn't have done the same thing mm-hmm. you know that's probably yeah. true he he has he I, has I, a moral code and and in the sequel a, in the sequel it's much more clear yeah that, it's very that, different i i feel like he is a man that that finds his amusement where he finds it yes <laughs> <laughs> he's like well that's silly <laughs> like yeah well it, the 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 opening crawl really sets it up pretty well you kind of get the feeling that he's bored mm-hmm. yeah he's a samurai in a country that doesn't need samurai anymore yeah and he's bored and he's just looking for something to do <laughs> so yes there is a moral code at play he wouldn't he wouldn't just play any two groups against each other that way they have to be bad people to begin with but hey if they're bad people to begin with, well, yeah, then why not play them off against each other and watch what happens? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think uh, 
I mean, like your typical hero character would walk into the town and just personally pick them off himself, but he just finds it more amusing to just just set them up against each other. How can I manipulate these idiots? Yeah, pretty much. Until, until you reach the end when his friend is captured, and then he's like, all right, fuck this. It's just time yeah. to kill them all. Right. Um, right. Yeah. The time has come. Yeah. <laughs> Although I which, love... Which gives you the impression that if he'd ever just decided, all right, it's time to kill them all, he just would have done he it. He just would have mm-hmm. done it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But no, he, he was the, the cat, fum, 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 fum. He was the cat playing with, like, a horde of mice. <laughs> <laughs> just bat, 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 everybody, bat, bat. Everybody everybody, in both houses was a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, two houses, both alike in indignity. <laughs> yeah, there's not not really much Romeo and Juliet going no. on, but I mean, then there then there is his decision to help that couple. Yeah, you know, which of course is the decision that gets him caught. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. When he when his conscience gets the better of him and he decides to do something nice, he gets screwed over. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know thank if it's you, his conscience Le- getting the better of him though. I think like ev- like like we were talking about earlier, he. A lot of this, yes, he's doing it in his own way for his own amusement. But I think, you but, know, it's, but I mean, from the from the start of that situation, he's gone. God, I, I hate people like you because yeah, it's like you are going to suck me into so much trouble. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's really what he means. He's so like, I hate, he I hate people. You. I hate people like you because I'm going to have to help you because I feel sorry for you. Yeah, and then. Uh, it's gonna mess everything up, and uh, yeah. But I'll help you, and <laughs> I mean, he goes to get the thirty Ryu yeah. just so he can give it to them when he, when they yeah. escape. You know, because the first time he got the money, he he gave it back. It's like yeah. it's really clear he's not in it for the money. No, no. <laughs> I I think I think the money is a reward of a sort. It's like <laughs> I got money from you. Okay, here it is yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't really. I yeah. mean, I have there, no use for it. There's a success out of getting. I have it no use you, for it once I've received it, but I don't. I, yeah. I, but I got it from you. I, but, I have extracted extracted a thing of value from you, mm-hmm. is what it is. Precisely because you're dumb. And <laughs> furthermore, if I give it back, <laughs> it's not even like he's giving it back out of generosity. It's like right. eh, this thing of value that you gave me, I don't value it. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> I like I, I'd, I'd uh, you know you've got so many of Kurosawa's regular cast of character. I mean Takashi Shimura shows up in a really small oh yeah part yeah tiny mm. and um, it, well like we, uh, like we said with uh, Daisuke Kato he's in this and you, you see a, just a whole ton of frequent Kurosawa people um, the the crazy brother mm-hmm. uh, oh, the the um, the guy with Hollywood face. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah. Okay, He's... now that is Tatsuya Nakadai. Okay. Uh, Tatsuya Nakadai was fairly early in his career at this point. Um, his his actual first screen role was a like a bit walk on part in Seven Samurai, which wasn't all that, uh, it, which was only a few years prior to this. But he he's like along with Mifune, one of the premier actors from Japan. I mean, yeah. he, he's still working today. He is still going. He's like 82 years old and still getting movie roles. Nice. But he, um, later on, um, after Mifune and Kurosawa parted ways, Nakadai was kind of 
the go-to guy for Kurosawa because he was the lead in Kagemusha, he was the lead in Ron, he played the King Lear character, and uh, I mean during this time when um, Yojimbo was made, um, he was making a lot of really notable movies with other Japanese directors. Um, uh, and my mind's gonna like Kobayashi and uh, uh, the guy who did Harakiri, and um, yeah, he was a lead in Harakiri, which is a fantastic movie. He was a lead in a three film series that's like ten hours long called The Human Condition, which is really fantastic if you have the patience for it, and um, a, bu a bunch of stuff like that. So a lot of uh, he wound up in several movies um, opposite Mufune. You know, they were playing, you know, hero and villain many mm -hmm. times, but they were really good friends in real life. So he also this shows up. Those. He shows up in the sequel. Yes. To Yojimbo. Yeah. Playing a different character. But also the villain. Also that. the villain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, which that should sell you on Senjuro. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? Senjuro. Senjuro is not as good as Yojimbo in, ter in terms of story structure, but it sure is a lot of fun. Oh, it's fantastic. Excellent. It's it's you know, <laughs> there there are some scenes in Sanjiro that are absolutely unforgettable. Just Sanjiro's a, he he there is Sanjiro is a bunch of they're a bunch of young samurai who mm -hmm. who are, are now looking to Sanjiro, which isn't really his name, but yeah. but anyway, Yojimbo by the way it means bodyguard in Japanese. Yeah. So yeah. so he's continually hiring himself out to be a bodyguard, and that's where the name of the film comes from. Sanjiro is the name he gives. Yeah. That we presume is not his real name, but well, yeah, because he gives his name as thirty-year-old Mulberry Field. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's basically choosing a pseudonym that is obviously a pseudonym. He like looks out the the window. It's like Mulberry Field. Yes, my name is Mulberry Field. <laughs> and I'm 30 years old. And I'm 30. <laughs> Going on 40. My name is Coleman yeah. Burner. <laughs> everybody is so dusty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about how everybody's dusty except for uh, uh, Nakadai, who has Hollywood face. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who shows up and has mm -hmm. his gun, which he really oh. Oh, likes. Man. Yes. Yeah, he has which, a, and if I and if I remember, needs to talk to a therapist about his relationship. Oh yeah, he's he's into <laughs> his gun. He really is. He's very, very into the gun. It's it's kind of funny in uh, Sanjiro when he shows up. If I remember right, he has like neck beard. <laughs> he's like the opposite. He looks absolutely the opposite of his type in Yojimbo in Sanjiro, which you know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, let's see. What else should we say about this film other than just... Well, it was shot by the same guy who shot Rashomon. Okay. Um, and, and several of Kurosawa's films in this era. So, you know, the... So it's very pretty. It's very pretty. It's it's extremely well shot. You know, it's, I love the compositions where you see, you know, a character in the foreground and then you've got the thing happening in the background and... And it's... Just, the, what I like, the, the shots themselves are pretty, but they're also very good storytelling shots extremely yes yeah that that one shot where the two sides are facing off shaking their swords at each other and then you've got the <laughs> tower with mafune at the top i love that shot so much I slowly love slowly closing in from the edges of the yeah. shot but yeah, never but quite yeah they're never engaging they're just shaking swords <laughs> <laughs> clearly terrified because they're all pansies um the um oh well 
I had a thought and now I've lost it. So uh-huh. I, well, I think uh, one of the things that's interesting about Kurosawa, uh, you know, this is 1961. Uh, filmmaking is going, I mean, worldwide filmmaking has really made a, a transition to color. There's not a lot of mm-hmm. black and white being produced anymore. And, and one of the things about Kurosawa, he was stubbornly, stubbornly stuck in black and white. He mm-hmm. liked black and white better than color. So yeah. he's he's still producing black and white pictures, even though yeah. most people are not anymore. I think I mean, it really worked for him in this film, oh, though. Sure. Especially with all the dust. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and, well, essentially, he's making a film noir in the desert with samurai, so yes, black yes. and white is the weapon of choice. Wait, pause. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> <laughs> He's making a film noir in the, in the desert, desert with, with samurai. samurai. Yes. Should have included Japanese desert. Yes, oh. that, that that very well-known Japanese desert. Yeah. Yes, the the one patch of sand where they also made Woman in the Dunes. <laughs> um. uh, yeah. So. <laughs> and how great is the music? The music uh, is really that, fantastic. That, I mean... Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, the guy... Uh, bum, 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 Masaru Soto did the music, and basically the instruction he got from Kurosawa is like, dear God, don't make it a typical samurai film soundtrack. It shouldn't sound like historical Japanese music. So okay. Soto had the chance to meet Henry Mancini before working on this movie and uh, they got along and so basically he based the score on Mancini's music so which is why there's this kind of combination Japanese orchestra doing (laughs) Mancini style (laughs) jazz (laughs) with the the trumpets and the uh, oh my god how many genres of anything can you fit into one movie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, just I cram like, them in there. Yeah, just <laughs> western. Throw some jazz in there. It'll be fun. Yeah, like, it'll yeah. taste great. <laughs> <laughs> he got some western yum, yum, in my yum. noir. Yum, yum, he got yum. noir in my western. <laughs> What's this samurai doing here? <laughs> uh, and I love that dog. <sighs> Oh, oh yeah, the dog, no. the dog with the with the severed hand. That, that is Aww. just one of my favorite moviedom shots of all time. It's like this is a setup. This is totally the setup for this entire situation. Here's a dog carrying a human hand. Trot 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 trot, and gone. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> well, all right. Well, something's going down. <laughs> Don't see that every day. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Melissa, are there any other trivia notes that you have well, from this? No, eh, eh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. I mostly ran through them. The, it's the dust, just a fun movie. The, the de- <laughs> yeah. Oh God, I love this movie. Um, the dust came from a firing range. Yes. It <laughs> Wait, did. what? <laughs> well, there was. There's not a lot of dust. Not in a Japan. lot of dust. Yeah, they had Japan. to scrounge for it. You know, they. That's fantastic. There's not exactly a dust story. Chris is. A, I mean, he's a big. He's a big fan of weather. Yeah. You know, you'll recall yeah. the final battle in the Seven Samurai. They're doing it in the rain. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's got the dust blowing through here. And in Rashomon, again, there's a rainstorm that's going on yeah. in, in the segments where the three people are aware where the, where the, 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 the 
people are talking about these different stories. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, he he was a he 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 liked, loved weather. He liked to get his actors soaking wet, <laughs> or or at least windblown. Yeah, or windblown. I mean, and yeah. that and that started right away. I I recently, very recently, caught up with the first movie that he ever directed, which is Senshiro Sugata, which is uh, the story of the man who's founded judo. Oh. And a uh, very interesting movie. And, nice. and it's interesting watching it because um, by the time that Kurosawa directed this film, he was actually already kind of a veteran director because he was apprenticing underneath um, another Japanese director uh, dur during uh, the 1920s and 1930s. So he was like mm -hmm. an assistant director for a long time before actually being given the reins at Toho. And so he made Senshiro Sug Sugata and... I mean, right off the bat, you can you can go. This is a Kurosawa film. There there is something about the way he tells a story that is so distinct. Yeah. And by the by the end, the final confrontation, it's like it's like right there, big windstorm in a field, all the grass is swaying dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At some point, we're gonna have to circle back to Kurosawa because we really need to watch one of his films that's not a samurai film. One of the noirs. Yeah, because he. I mean, wasn't the, this a noir? Well, it kind of was. No, but it was a noir with samurais. We're talking about a noir without samurais. Yeah, um, he did several of right. those. He also did several Shakespeare adaptations. I mean, there's... Yeah, there's, with there, samurai. With well, samurai. samurai. The Throne, yeah. of, Throne of Blood is an adaptation of Macbeth. It's just spectacular. And Ron. Ron is, is, a, is an adaptation of Lear. And it's one of the few films that he made in color. And when you watch Ron, you're like... Why didn't he use color sooner? Yeah, because he really uses it so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ron is one of the most just achingly gorgeous movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's yeah. just beautiful and bloody. Oh, it's a violent Excellent. movie. <laughs> These are two things we I should love. really watch that at some point. But uh, he also well, he also did. He, he, yeah, soon this will be the Kurosawa cast. Yeah. Um, but he also did a Shakespeare adaptation called *The Bad Sleep Well*, which is a kind of a noir based on Hamlet. Yeah. Set oh. in corporate Japan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 In fact, and, I think that was the movie that he did immediately before or after this one. I can't remember where they fall in the family. He he did some amazingly interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. His samurai stuff is is what gets the most. Attention, and I mean one of the things that gets uh, a lot of attention, Hidden Fortress, which is by no means one of his best films. Yeah, uh, it's a decent film. It's a samurai film. It's got Toshiro Mifune in it again. Uh, and uh, what's interesting about Hidden Fortress is it's one of the movies that George Lucas drew on heavily to make Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And there, there are characters in that film that are. I, they're, they're the, the structure not, of that movie is Star it's Wars. It's not a spoiler. <laughs> there, there are these two characters in the film that are very clearly R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yeah, one's tall, one's short. And they're the, the comic relief. So, so Kurosawa, and, and this, we're getting to the end of the podcast, and, and Kurosawa, of course, becomes a very big influence on a lot of things. And that's that's kind of where we're going to move next. So we should probably mm -hmm. go into final thoughts yeah. so I can lead into what we're going to what we're going to be doing after this this yes. movie. So, yes. Jenna, final thoughts. Um the dancing ladies take your pick and they keep showing their feet. Well, I think it was is, it, is that like the American booby equivalent or No, that, no? Uh, okay. it's my 
<laughs> hard to hard to say. It, I'm I'm mad. I I think it may be an indicator of class. Okay. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure about that though. Okay. I mean, I know now. Foot binding was the thing in China. Yeah, right. but not and in then, Japan and, uh, so much. I mean, it wasn't in Japan, but you know, there was definitely you know in the Asian regions there was a lot of attention paid to the feet of women. Sure. So. Specifically for Japan, I really don't exactly know what okay. the what like, he was really trying to say with the God, shots. That's of the an feet. awful lot of feet. Mm-hmm. Look at yeah. those feet. Hey, look, there's a foot basically in his face. And I'm like, <laughs> if that is the American booby equivalent, here, have a boob in your face. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, I think I think typically with the the geishas, I think they usually focus on the back of the neck. That that's oh, sure. the big thing. The I think neck I of the neck. Yeah. But you know, we I, I could uh, you know feet Google that be, later. Could and be important. Sure. To, important as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be something with those feet. I do I do feet. love that the lady had a room full of geisha kick line ready to go. Right. <laughs> ready to go. Yeah, and then suddenly, bam, bam, <laughs> with. <laughs> Full band. Full band. Let's, let's yep. make this happen for the samurai. All right, uh, <laughs> Melissa, final thoughts. Uh, the sound design was by a gentleman named Ichiro Minawa, who uh, tried many different things to get the sound of <laughs> swords slashing into things. So he was like trying different kinds of meat and oh my fruit. God. And he finally came upon the sound Wait, that he fruit liked. Ninja? <laughs> fruit Ninja? Fruit Ninja. Kind of, yeah. Samurai. Samurai. Fruit, fruit, sam- samurai. fruit Samurai. But uh, th- <laughs> apparently the sound you liked best was uh, sticking some chopsticks and chicken and then hacking at it with a sword. Huh. <laughs> so you get that nice breaking sound? Yeah, no, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. So my final thought is just to say that the, this movie uh, in specific is uh it goes on and goes on to inspire another great director whom we have not visited yet but we are going to visit next uh when we watch a few dollars more Yay! which uh you know i know jen is not supposed to know anything about these okay, movies but a few dollars more is the same movie yes i mean it's the same movie but it's not wait does it have samurai no no but it's a western Anyway, the point is, <laughs> we're going to watch this same story made by Sergio Leone next. Yes. So that uh, is what's coming up the next time on A Real Education. So thank you for listening. If you think this is a cool podcast, you could always tell your friends about it. I mean, that's kind of what friends do. And we're friends because you've been listening to us for a while. We've got over 50 podcasts now. I know. It's, it's only two a month. And we still oh over 50 podcasts. So uh, join us next time for A Fistful of Dollars. We hope you enjoyed Yojimbo. And we'll catch you around. Bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Dee, dee.